Yo, what's going on? It's Greg Santos. Welcome to CEO Life, episode 154. You're the CEO of your life, whether you want to be or not. Oh man, today's been a very busy day. I came into the office and I finished my videos, right? So yesterday I completed my, I did 52 videos and after I was done, I was pretty tired. I said, fuck that. I'm doing one more. So I did. I did 53 videos in total. And now I have six months of content uh, for YouTube. If I were to post for three times a week, which is plenty. And it's a lot. That's a lot of that's a lot of content. So I was transferring everything from my computer into a hard drive. And then from the hard drive onto another computer, which is a lot faster in terms of rendering. And when I was copying, copying. Copying the files from my hard drive, my external hard drive, to the computer that has faster speeds, I wasn't expecting 168 gigabytes worth of data. I was like, holy shit, Like this is a big-ass file. And as a matter of fact, it took two hours um, unexpectedly to, to copy over. I was like, damn it, I wish, I wish I had thought about copying it over last night so I can just leave it. And I, I could have came back into the office and it would have been done. But whatever, you know, we, we make mistakes and, and we bounce back from it. And I had reached out to John Sanmez, um, let him know, you know, that I, I completed the 53 videos. And he's like, dude, if, you know, you're fucking awesome, man. You know, um, like, I wish that all my clients had your kind of work ethic. That's that's incredible. And just let them know that we have some other pretty awesome stuff like my brother-in-law, he has a uh, he's about to, he's about to create like a event space here at the office, and my brother-in-law is going to be offering that for some people in War Room and you know like some high-quality people that he wants to form relationships with. It's a fantastic value add, and I told John like, man, you know this is yours. I'd be more than happy to to man it for you and basically help you out any way I possibly can. So adding value there, offering, you know, an introduction to my brother-in-law. They're both programmers, both successful business owners. So that's cool. It's awesome to to get to be able to give value in that way. And the funniest thing about the whole thing is he did not respond to he like he didn't respond to any of that um in in his reply back to me. I was like, "Whoa. Wasn't expecting, you know, um he it's very it's very interesting. It didn't talk about any of that at all, uh, but um, got got some good feedback. I'm very excited now. I'm not sure whether I'm going to be able to pay for another month of coaching, right? At least right now, because it's fifteen hundred dollars, uh, which is quite a bit of change, especially because I don't have fifteen hundred dollars right now. And it's okay because I'm still working with my brother in law and. I'm going to do some more dope stuff with John. He's going to be running a ultra marathon coming up soon in San Diego. And he's like, Hey, DM me if you want to, you know, be run part of it with me. I said, all right, awesome. So I reached out to him and he's like, Hey, what's up, Greg? I knew you were going to reach out to me, man. So we're going to be uh, doing part of the ultra marathon together. On top of that, you know, his, you know, good friend of his is, um, his, one of his best friends is, good friends with my brother-in-law. So yeah, we're, we're going to cross paths again in the future. So, um, I'm granted, once I start making more money, of course I'm gonna pay for more coaching from him. Cause I, I do want to 
form more of a relationship with him in terms of business, but not only business, but like other things as well, like real estate. Once, once um, my business takes off and I have money to start investing in real estate and then also with girls and dating and all that kind of stuff. So definitely want to have a long-term relationship with him in terms of uh coach and what, what would I be considered? I wouldn't, I wouldn't be considered a coach yet. What is that? Like mentor, mentee kind of thing. And also on top of that, I have Moneyberg Mentoring uh, with Derek Moneyberg next month. So got a lot of dope stuff happening, coming up. That's going to lead into, I believe that's going to lead right into January of next year. So um, that's a 12-week program. So I'm going to be really immersed in that. And I was driving right now and I was I was thinking... I was thinking about I was thinking about how crazy it is, right? Cuz I I came to the office, I put in some work, and then I left the office cuz I needed to take a break cuz I was staring at the computer screen for too long, and I went for a run, and then I cleaned up, I did my chores, and then now I'm back at the office. It's like 5:30 right now, and I go to bed at 8:30, and here I am back at the office going to get some more work done. And it's so crazy to think like just a couple of years ago, it was so difficult for me to to do anything, for me to get anything done. And, you know, I, I was always resorting to escapism, you know, like it was hard for me to do things. I was and I wanted to do things. It was just really hard for me to get myself to do them. It was just way easier to not do them. And I watched a lot of TV and I just read books and I stayed still and I didn't really do much. And. It's really crazy to think that today my challenge isn't getting myself to do things. My challenge is stopping, <laughs> which is a an awesome problem to have. But you know, it's crazy. I went down to the beach the day after we completed our mastermind where we tripled our profits compared to last time and... I'm at the beach and I feel so guilty that I'm not working. So it's it's hard for me to chill and feel okay about it. Last weekend I was able to chill and it, it felt good because I, I I reached all my goals. This week's gonna be you know really challenging to chill because uh, I still have a lot of work I still gotta get done. But I'm also thinking like what's what's the rush? You know, I'm, I'm just gonna do the best I possibly can. And, and that's all, you know, and, and just pat myself on the back. Even if I don't meet the deadlines that I give myself, as long as I'm moving forward and I'm genuinely doing the best I possibly can, how can I get mad at myself? I, I can't. As long as I focus on the fact that I'm making progress and understand that more breakthroughs, more ideas are going to come from the more action that I take and the more time that passes. So just be patient. Doing the best of what I have right now because I, I, I just want to jump five years into the future. I'm so ready. I'm, I, I want to jump that far because it's, I know I'm going to be in a good place. I want to say I know because who, who knows, right? There's so many different things that can happen, so many different variables. Um, I could, I, man, I, I, it could be a desolate future five years from now. And it could be things that a lot of things that probably might have happened out of my control, like maybe family issues or even my own health issues. I might even be dead today. 
<laughs> not let alone five years from now, right? So, um, yeah, I want to hurry up and jump to the future, but it's like, wait, Greg, just be patient. Also enjoy this, man. Like you're only 24 one time ever. And just take some time to appreciate the fact that you're young and you have this energy and you're putting it towards something great. And you're really making a difference in people's lives. You know, I was having a conversation with my older sister. She goes, you know, you're like running a cult. You know, you, you have people sending you, like some people sending you gifts, like shoes. I have another guy that's sending me some CBD. And I'm like, you feel me? Like, I know, right? Like, it really is like a cult. And she's like, you're not supposed to agree with that. You're supposed to say, oh, uh, no, not really. It's not. I'm like, but it is. It is a cult. You know, it's, it's a cult where we help each other get better. Because here's my definition of a cult. And I know there's a literal definition. I, and I might be spot on. But I feel like a, a cult is just a, a group of people ran by one person. The, and they all have a similar, they have similar goals and values and they all have, they're all marching towards a similar mission. And that's, that's what it is. But th- there's different variations of cults, right? Like there's different le- levels and layers and different extremes. And there's positive cults, ch- cults that changed my life. Like let's be real. Tony Robbins, he's a cult leader. Derek Moneyberg, cult leader. Greg Cardone, cult leader. And the thing is, the the word cult has such a negative connotation to it because of what the public has assigned it assigned to it because of all of the negative things that's happened from negative cults. Because on the flip side, yeah, there's very negative cults that exist out there. And like, for example, I forgot what the name of the actual cult was, but I remember like Jim Jones, you know, like he... He, he caused like, I think the number, I'm going to be wrong, but I think the number was like 40 people. He, he, he brought people to an island, I think, something like that. He gathered around a bunch of people and, and made, them, made like a bunch of people drink poison and have like this mass suicide. Crazy shit. And I know there was like another really, really crazy cult. Oh, man, I saw it on Instagram, but I saw maybe two or three months ago. So there's no way I'm going to remember it, but there's a, there's another one. I think it was called the church, um, some kind of Christian church. I forget, but Joe Rogan had the daughter of like the leader on his podcast. Cause she escaped the, the cult. And, um, yeah. So like there's negative cults, of course. And that's what the, that's what the media points out. That's what the, that's what we learn about. So our definition of cult is is this thing in in religion, and it depends on who you ask, right? Religion, you know, you know, typically seen growing up as like the holy light, like that's what that's the good thing. You're supposed to follow God, and you're supposed to believe in this. But I think it's silly, you know. I I, I kind of think of it like like we grew up and we knew we heard about the Easter Bunny, we heard about Santa Claus and elves. And we, as we grow up, we, we find out that those aren't real. But for some reason, we still hold on to Christianity. Still hold on to Jesus Christ, right? And uh, 
and God. I, I don't I don't believe that there's a invisible man in the sky who is watching everybody and is making sure that you behave okay. Like uh, I don't know. I think in Frederick Nietzsche's book on the geniality of morality, he talks about how poor people had to invent religion for, I forgot what it was. I think it was like to help them make sense of, of their life. And cause if you think about it, right? Like I think one of the quotes in the Bible says it will be easier for a camel to pass through a, a needle than it will be for a rich man to get into heaven. Something like that. Now, Look, I'm I'm an idiot and obviously I don't I haven't done enough research on this to really have a strong dog in the fight and I know that there's someone out there who spent their entire life on this and would you know have some counter arguments and would have more knowledge on this and and I'll be I probably wouldn't have great rebuttals but just because I wouldn't have great rebuttals doesn't necessarily mean that I'm going to convert and and like now I'm going to adopt their their way of living. No, like I used to believe in God and, and now today I don't. And it just, just doesn't make sense to me in the Christian sense. But that that's not what I really wanted to talk about today. I, I tend to talk about that. I think about that quite a bit because I just, I think about how fortunate I am to be around people who are on their own mission and they're doing their own thing. And because I'm around people who understand business and are passionate about business just as I am, because that's everybody that I talk to, it's easy for me to forget that the rest of the world and people don't think like that. And when I say victim mindset, when I talk about people who have a victim mindset, Part of me even feels like, like, dude, like, but like, who though? Who? And then it's like, oh yeah, like, they they do still exist. There are people who still have a victim mentality that that live out there, and they're willing to defend their victim mentality with their life. They're willing to die with that victim mentality. They're willing to die with that sense of pride. That sense of pride that that they were right. That they that their life sucks and that. The world owes them other things. And these people are too blind to to realize that it's you. You're the reason why your life is the way it is. Now, not to say that some people don't. Of course, some people have better opportunities. And some people are going to accumulate much more success in people's lifetimes even if both, even if we have someone who has a bunch of opportunities and that person takes all of them, and then someone who doesn't have much opportunities and takes all of them, like it, it's some life is not fair. That person who's just born with more opportunity, that person is going to make something happen more in their life. They're going to be, they're going to get further. Granted, they take those opportunities than someone who doesn't have as much opportunity and they're working hard as well. That's just a reality, but. Just because that's the reality doesn't mean that you just give up and say, fuck, man, like, and just look at how much your life sucks and and wish how much you had a life like theirs. You sit back and say, well, my life isn't like that. And I have no choice but to accept it. What I can do is 
take control of what I have and do my best to change the cards that I have. And I know it's going to take some time. I know it's going to be a lot of work, but what other choice do I have? I have no other choice. The choice is live a shitty life and be right or fight against that. And, and you know what? Even though I was born to shit, it doesn't have to be like shit forever. I'm going to do my best to overcome. And that's a warrior. That's an attractive character. That's somebody that people love to be around. Someone who has this intense focus, this whatever it takes mentality, and backs it up with action. And just to bring it back to the point of being a person who it's challenging for me to not get things done, that's a, that's a big blessing. That is a fucking blessing. And I noticed that the vast majority of people can't wait to just check out. They can't wait to go watch TV or drink some beer or find some kind of escapism for the night. They come home from a job that they're tolerating, the people they don't really care about. And they do that for years. That's fucking insane to me. And that's the path for many, many people. This, I feel like this podcast doesn't really have a, a, a theme here. I feel like I've already talked about everything I want to talk about. Now I'm just kind of rambling. Um, anyway, I got I to gotta get some more work done. I appreciate you listening. Holy shit, 17 minutes? I didn't know I was talking that long. Uh, anyway, hey, appreciate you. I'll talk to you later. Peace out. Make it a great day.